Hello everyone, this is Jim Lucy, Editor-in-Chief for Electrical Wholesaling and Electrical Marketing with the July 4th, 2023 edition of the Today's Electrical Economy Podcast sponsored by Champion Fiberglass. Champion began producing epoxy fiberglass conduit fittings in 1988 and in 1989 developed the first conduit from epoxy resins that had flame resistance and low smoke characteristics. This met the most stringent codes and specifications. In this podcast, we'll be looking at the latest electrical price index data from Electrical Marketing Newsletter and check out what electrical distributors had to say about economic conditions in the second quarter of 2023. We'll also check out some weekly economic indicators that can give you a sense of where the U.S. economy may be headed in the coming weeks. These five weekly indicators are international unemployment claims at the state level, rail freight car traffic, the Baker Hughes rate count, oil prices and copper prices. Our thanks again to Champion Fiberglass for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2023. For the week ending July the 15th, the advanced figure for seasonally adjusted initial unemployment claims was 228,000. That is a decrease of 9,000 from the previous week's unrevised level of 237,000. The four-week moving average was 237,500. And that is a decrease of 9,250 from the previous week's unrevised average of 246,750. The U.S. unemployment rate for June stands at 3.6%. For seven states that had fairly significant decreases in unemployment claims of at least 1,000 for the weekend of July 15th, these states were Michigan, which saw a decline of 3,765 unemployment claims. Kentucky's unemployment claims were down 2,729. New Jersey saw a decrease of 2,210 unemployment claims. New York's unemployment claims were down 1,706. Indiana saw a decrease of 1,346. Iowa was down 1,034. And the state of Illinois saw a decrease of 1,023 unemployment claims. On the flip side, we had five states with increases of unemployment claims of over 1,000 for the week ending July 15th. These states were California, which saw an increase of 5,059 unemployment claims, Georgia, which saw an increase of 4,616 unemployment claims, South Carolina's unemployment claims were up 2,235, West Virginia's unemployment claims were up 1,591, and the state of Oregon saw an increase of unemployment claims of 1,359. Leading indicator for the overall U.S. economy that I always like to look at is freight rail traffic. It's a measure of the amount of raw materials and finished goods being shipped by rail. The best source for this data is the American Association of Railroads, or AAR. It publishes this data weekly at www.aar.org. Ending July the 15th, total U.S. weekly rail traffic was 470,153 carloads and intramodal units. That is down 2.4% compared with the same week last year. Total combined U.S. traffic for the first 28 weeks of 2023 was 12,843,326 carloads and intramodal units. And that is a decrease of 5.2% compared with the last year. Seven of the 10 commodity groups that AL attracts posted an increase compared to the same week in 2022, and that is good news. They included motor vehicles and parts, which were up 1,828 carloads to 14,678, non-metallic minerals, which were up 1,441 carloads to 34,008, and petroleum and petroleum products up 581 carloads to 9,857. Commodity groups that posted decreases compared with the same week last year in 2022 were grain, which was down 1,926 carloads to 16,032, forest products, which were down 677 carloads to 7,977, and coal, down just three carloads to 65,631. 
track the oil market, you're probably familiar with the Baker Hughes recount, which tracks the oil and gas rigs that are operating. This data is available by state, by basin, and nationally at www.rigcount.bakerhughes.com. Gives you an idea of the largest oil and gas deposits. It really gives you a good sense of just how many of the large oil plays are in Texas and Oklahoma, and how big an area the Marcellus gas region covers in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and parts of West Virginia. Slowdown in drilling activity is continuing, and the total rig count dropped by six rigs in the most recent data. The total number of oil and gas rigs operating in the United States has declined 11.7 year-over-year, or at 89 rigs. It now stands at 669 operating rigs. That's down 13 rigs since our last podcast. The Hainesville Basin straddling the Texas-Louisiana border has seen the biggest decline both by number and by percentage. It's down 24 rigs year-over-year for a 35.3% annual decline. The current price of WTI crude oil as of July 21st is $77.07 per barrel, and that's according to MacroTrends.net. The average price for a barrel of WTI in 2023 is $74.75, and oil prices are now tracking above that year-to-date average. Economists like to call copper pricing Dr. Copper because it's the leading economic indicator for future activity since copper is used in so many industries. The construction industry is among the leading markets for copper because of its widespread use in wire and cable and copper plumbing pipe. Government's copper prices as of July 21st are now $3.83 per pound. They have crept to the high end of the $3.70 to $3.90 range that they have been in for about a month. It may be headed toward $4 per pound. Some definite moderation in the electrical pricing data compiled by electrical marketing each month. We will be highlighting some of the price increases in the June data, but, but if you want to take a deep dive in price movement from more than 20 key pricing categories, it's available as part of a $99 annual subscription to Electrical Marketing Newsletter. For the first time in many months, there was no change in the total index on a month-to-month change basis. Some product categories were definitely running counter to this trend, and we saw circuit breakers up 3.4% for the month of June. Panel boards and switches in the June data were up 2.9%. Industrial controls were up 1.7%. Wired devices and connectors were up 1.5%, as were fuses. Power wire and cable up 1.1%, also up 1.1% with metal conduit. Fasteners were up 0.9%. On the other end of the spectrum, pole line hardware, so one of the biggest decreases at 1.8% decline, and also building wire and cable was down 1.8%. Let's take a look at the chart on the right for the largest year-over-year percent changes. Overall, the total index was up 3.2% for the month in the June data. Wiring devices and connectors were up the most with a 25.5% year-over-year change over June 2022. Power wiring cable on a year-over-year basis was up 8.5%. Metal conduit up 8.1%. Transformers also up big time, 11.1% increase. Fuses up 9.5% year-over-year. Switchgear up 8.4%, industrial controls up 7.6%, lamps up 7.5%, circuit breakers up 7.3%, and fasteners up 6.3%. Now let's take a look at how this pricing movements compare to the historical history that we compile in electrical marketing. We're getting closer to some more average pricing changes, as you can see in the charts here. The average change for a month is a 0.21% increase, while for the year, the average change is a 2.6% increase. The charts that we have here show the 
changing pricing going back to January of 2019, taking us all through the COVID era where we saw some really historical price increases and then into the current time through June. And as you can see, the yellow line there shows us what the average is. And we're getting close. We're heading def definitely down toward that. And the year, year changes, you can see that we are right on that line. We are still a little bit over on a month-to-month -month basis for the average price changes. We got some very interesting results from our quarterly survey of distributors that electrical wholesaling does with vertical research partners and investment research firm. Respondents said that in the second quarter, their sales were up 5.1% with contributions from both volume and price. Volume was up 2.9% and prices were up 2.2%. The full results of the survey are available as part of an annual subscription to Electrical Marketing Newsletter. I found a bunch of the verbatim comments from the distributor respondents pretty interesting, and here's a couple that definitely caught my eye. One distributor said, large care orders entered last year have been shipping. Another said that he was inv invoicing bigger care products that he had written last year and th that had been sitting in backlog. Pricing on pipe and wires down 25 to 30% from last year, said one respondent. Another said, activity remains steady, but down from prior months. One distributor respondent said, storm business is picking up and projects are ongoing. Another said price increases are slowing down a bit. And one distributor saw clear trends around electrical vehicle charging build out projects. That wraps up our podcast for today. And a special thanks for the folks from Champion Fire with us for sponsoring the Today's Electrical Economy podcast series for 2023. Please contact me if there's any other type of economic data you would like us to cover in these podcasts. Our next presentation will be on August 7th. Until then, be happy, stay healthy. I look forward to talking with you in two weeks.